Okay, here we go. We're back on our Wednesday segment of Knowledge is Power podcast. And let me get my mic ready. Let's get my mic. Okay. So yeah, that sounds better. Get, that sound better? Okay. Hey, sounds man. great. Yeah, let me change up here and let's move on to our show on a Wednesday. Listen, um, we're uh, Knowledge is Power podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone that watches us. And uh, we just have one of the top uh, uh, shows in in the area, we uh, have an average of eight thousand people that watches us in, in, in twenty four hours. So that's awesome. that's awesome. And I want to thank everyone who watches us and, uh, and who participates. And we like those who are watching tonight. Our guest tonight will be the Southeast Texas Faith and the Community Leaders. They're going to be joining us today, and um, the topic is going to be community humanity. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the COVID vaccine vaccination, the locations where you can get your shots, and what go, going forward, what we're going to be um, doing for the community here, and not just in Jefferson County, but we're also going to be diving into the Orange County and uh, getting those folks uh, uh, signed up to be able to uh, get their COVID-19 vaccination. Ah, now there we go. Hey, LaDonna. LaDonna Sherwood Haley is my co host, along with Francis Thompson. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit before we get started with our, our, our super guest tonight. Uh, let's talk about, tell me about what's going on at the voting polls. Today well, was the last day, correct? Today was the last day for early voting. Election day, however, is Juneteenth, and I'm super excited that it is on Juneteenth because what better way to exercise your freedom than to go and vote, to, uh, you know, do your due diligence and exercise your franchise and exercise one of your powers. You only got two powers. You got buying power and voting power. And we are super excited that Election Day is Juneteenth because we'll be together so we can hold each other accountable. And we can talk to people that haven't voted and we can instruct them right up to the voting polls or we can bring them ourselves. So we are super excited about that. And I don't know if you guys told them, but Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is an important platform to share viable information by educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with information on health, education, finance, politics, and business. And we pride ourselves on keeping our hand on the pulse of this community. Yeah. Hey, great. And also, Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is uh, available on Facebook, Facebook One, Facebook, Facebook, uh, Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Apple iTunes, and Google Play. Um, and let's say here, those who are watching the shows, watching our video, watching our podcast, drop us a comment. We'd like to hear from you. And I know the guests tonight, those are listening tonight, our guests tonight, really, really want to hear from you so we can answer all your questions that you right. like to ask about COVID-19 uh, vaccinations and where you can get that help from. Uh, and that's going to be great for you all to have. Uh, so let's go here. And I want to say shout out to Terry Preston Roy. He's got some great news for me with here. And he said as of tonight, 13,568 voted in early voting period. Well, that's, you know, that's that, more than they thought was turnout. Right, right. That's look like we're gonna have fifteen, look like fifteen hundred vote this time. But we need everyone to vote. I even brought seven people to the polls today. How about what? that? Yes. Oh, look yes. at you go. Yeah. I, I I went to go pick up rent. If they say, Oh, I ain't vote, I said, put on some clothes, let's go. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. So we're 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 being effective here in in Beaumont. Oh, Tony, you should have took some pictures and got me I, some stickers. No, I know, I know. Well, that's okay. We'll get there. Uh, so we still have, that's still only seven percent of the people that voted. So we still well, that's that. still more than we thought on the runoff election. Especially you know, on the runoff election, five percent right, right. to show up. That's right. That's right. So anyway, we'll go ahead on and 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 um, we'll take that. And but we need you on Juneteenth from seven to seven. We need you at the polls, people. We need you at the poll and vote. Okay. So. Um, Let's see. Have we missed anything else that we need to talk about before we bring our guests on? They still doing the rent relief. I saw it on the news. So if you oh, have yeah. a, 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 a COVID nineteen um, related issues and you need your rent paid, they're still doing the rent relief. I know okay, that. that's the information you can for call one eight three three nine eight nine seven three six eight. They're still doing the rent relief program. And also you can catch us, also you can catch us on our website, www.knowledgespowerpodcast.live. I tell you, we're all over the place. Uh, we'll be back. I guess we can say we'll be back in about 30 seconds with our guests, the Southeast Texas Faith and Community Leaders Coalition. <laughs> Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-hosts, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. Hello, everyone. Now, some of the... Some of you have your mics too high. You can hear feedback. And who is that? Thank you, he might. Yep, yep. I had everybody loud. Don't mess it up. Okay, who is that? Okay. So let's start. Let's start over again. Okay, here we go. Uh, Pastor Curtis Johnson. Okay, we can we can open your mic. I'll find you. Who is a? I'll find who who has a hot mic. Okay, so unmute your phone. I mean, unmute your mic. I'll find it. Okay. okay. Welcome to Knowledge is Power podcast, everyone. And uh, tonight, our special guest is the Southeast Texas Faith and Community Leaders Coalition. And uh, the topic of our show is community community. So. We're going to talk about COVID nineteen. Uh, how important it is to have, get your in, your shots, and uh, of course, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Curtis, Preacher Machine Johnson. <laughs> all right. Good. Good after. Well, good evening to all. Good evening, uh, Reverend Tony. Uh, our friend, I guess. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> look at that. I, I still got my beginner's license. <laughs> my, preacher, my preacher's beginner's license. <laughs> well, uh, we got to help you with that. <laughs> but <Rubble anyway. on. laughs> but uh, certainly we want to thank uh, you, uh, Reverend, uh, our friend and uh, your co-host. Thank you for letting us come tonight and uh, and share 
with you. And uh, we are the Southeast Texas Faith and Community Leaders Coalition. Uh, we're uh, based here in Beaumont, Texas. We have members in Orange and other surrounding uh, places in the Golden Triangle. But Southeast Texas Faith and Community uh, Leaders uh, Coalition is an organization of congregations and community organizations uh, located in Southeast Texas, which is dedicated to developing power and leadership among citizens in order to improve the, the quality of life for family in our region. And uh, I just want to give you a, a brief uh, introduction uh, uh, concerning our group, uh, Southeast Texas Faith and Community uh, Leaders was formed uh, to give a voice to people who are usually included from uh, major decisions that affect their lives. We offer people the opportunity to develop the leadership skills necessary, necessary to be uh, full participants in society. Um, our broad base is consistent of congregations and other institutions from across the region, which represents the racial uh region or uh, religion rather uh economic diversity uh of the area uh but basically to we involving people who are committed to uh acting on the call to social social justice uh we get involved heavily in the community not just with one issue but whatever issue may affect our citizens uh, or those located in the golden triangle you know, with to help individuals realize realize their ability to assess and initiate things independently to improve the quality of life for themselves and their families. And we know that families are not independent of each other. They are part of a large circle of neighbors, co-workers, communities. Uh, we also, those who develop a voice or who, yes, develop a voice uh, to speak to major decisions that affect the lives at home and uh, in their communities. Now, some of our goals uh, is to, is a crucial time. We know we're living in a crucial time for people of our community to affect the decisions that impact our lives. And this group seeks to bring together diverse institutions and we've done that. And the Lord has blessed us to bring together congregations schools, community organizations, union, develop leaderships, uh, uh, develop leaders, educate and dedicate to a creating a better community. Um, so the list goes on and on, but we've been heavily involved uh, for the last two or three years. And there's a lot of success stories there that I don't have time to go through, but I wanted the public just to know that we're a coalition of pastors and preachers, doctors, lawyers, judges, uh, just a, a coalition of people who are concerned about uh, their city, their surrounding. And so uh, we're here tonight to speak more concerning uh, the issue of vac vaccinations, the vaccine. We know that this country has been affected by the virus um, since uh, 2019 and uh, we want to do all that we can to promote uh, people being vaccinated. And we do have some very skillful people 
with us tonight to tell you more about it. But as I said, the Southeast Texas Faith and Community uh, Leaders uh, Coalition is a great group of people, is a diverse group, and uh, we're here to serve the public. And uh, we just appreciate you uh, doing all you can. And as a matter of fact, you're part of the group, so we just thank God for you. And we have other wonderful team members, uh, and some of those are with us uh, tonight. We have Miss uh, Mary Scott, and she'll tell you more about herself, as well as Miss Linda Jones, and we have uh, uh, Brother Fred Frugile. I'm still learning how to pronounce his name, but a great guy, and we just uh, we so excited to have. We have other team men, members that are not uh, with us tonight, but this committee here is focusing primarily on the vaccine. So at this time, uh, we want to hear from them. Uh, uh, but this is just a brief introduction of who we are. There's so much. We're developing a pamphlet now, so we won't have to really take a lot of time explaining who we are. But uh, we're getting uh, more notoriety day by day. And we want to appreciate men like uh, Mr. Winfrey, who's been helping us. Thank you so much. Oh, you are so much welcome. Uh uh, Linda Spikes Jones. Good evening, right. everyone. Good evening. My name is Linda Spikes Jones. I'm a registered nurse. I've been nursing a very long time. One of those old school nurses. Started as a nurse's aide, LVN, and then to my RN. So, yes, I'm very proud to be a nurse. I, I'm also in a high risk category. I'm at that age. I got my red and blue card now. So, I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention even more so to what the rights are for, are for the elderly. And, yes, I've had both of my shots. I am vaccinated. And if they tell me to get a booster, yes, I will. In all my years of nursing, I've seen much suffering at the bedside. I've been a bedside nurse for many years. And I've seen people go through situations that could have been prevented. Now, I do have some main concerns, but my biggest fear is the fact that my people of, of color and Latinos are going to fall through the cracks. It's one of my biggest concerns. I know businesses are opening up, mask mandates have been removed, theaters are opening up, and many of my people are not vaccinated. Now, hundreds of people have been vaccinated, but those that are hesitant to get their vaccines, I'm concerned that they're going to fall through the cracks. What's going to happen is when the rest of us are going on and thinking our numbers are good, they're going to be dying. Not in the number it was at the beginning of the pandemic, but one by one, two by two, however many. One, one grandparent or one individual is too much. And that's where I am right now. My main vaccine hesitancy refers to a delay or refusal of the vaccines, despite the availability of vaccine services. I registered my older brother who's in well into his 70s to get his vaccine. By two o'clock the same day, he canceled. So I know what the vaccine hesitancy is. And I talk with him almost on a daily basis, telling about protecting himself, but it's, it's there. And I have a question for our listeners. As a nurse, I want to ask, how many of you have received your vaccines? And if you could tell me, why have you not received that vaccine? I can't incur, I cannot tell you to get it. I'm just being an advocate, and we really want to just point you in the direction where you can get the vaccine if you so desire. Well, Mary, Scott, thank you, uh, Linda. Uh, that's a great, great, great uh, statement you made. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to uh, Linda Scott. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, Mary Scott. Mary going to talk to you about vaccine hesitance. Uh oh, your mic is muted. Let's see. I mute your mic. Okay. Sorry. There you go. Oh, people. Yeah, old people, old people, old people. 
nurse, God. I'm a registered nurse, and I've been nursing a, a long time also. And so uh, since Sister Linda talked about hesitancy, I'm going to talk about that. So I've just got a list of questions that, or uh, comments that people are saying uh, through the community, in your families, on social media. And so one is the vaccine will give me COVID. Right. So that is not true. The vaccine does not give you COVID. Uh, just like your flu vaccine, if you have it, you may have some symptoms, but you don't get the flu. So some normal side effects are headache, chills, uh, achiness, malaise, uh, low-grade uh, fever, sometimes a, a significant fever, but it usually resolves within a day or two. Uh, so that's no to the vaccine will give me COVID. Um, I just read today that they're saying the vaccine will alter my DNA. And so, you know, y'all, <laughs> that is such a stretch, right? DNA, RNA, two different things, right? I don't even know where that came from. Um, another is I want to wait and see if anyone gets sick or dies, right? So we got a lot of people watching us. <laughs> And like uh, Sister Linda said, I'm fully vaccinated and I'm in that at-risk population also uh, because I have an uh, immunocompromised uh, disease, uh, an autoimmune disease. Um, and so my children who are college age, they're fully vaccinated and my husband is fully vaccinated. So this house is vaccinated. We're all about the vaccine. Uh, so. For those in our community, in our bubble, have seen us get the vaccine, both my husband, myself, and our children, and we have yet to die and, or get sick. <laughs> so we're still here. Um, another one is that they don't believe that the, the vaccine actually does anything. And so if you look at the numbers, you know something is happening, right? And the only new thing that has been interjected into the whole pandemic deal is the vaccine. So you can then correlate the vaccine to the lower COVID numbers. So it is working. Some say it came out too fast. I don't trust it. All right. So um, I have a degree in biology and I also have a degree in nursing. And so when I was in college, 30 years ago, they were talking about mRNA vaccines, right? So they had that skeleton for decades now, probably three decades. And so it, it may appear to be new, but if you have any kind of science background, you know that that's not a new thing. Um, another, I don't trust the government. Uh, true. As African Americans or uh, Native American American Indians or anyone of anyone with any pigment to your skin, you probably should give pause. You know when they're telling you to do something. But uh, this is the faith-based organization, and so for my Christian brothers and sisters, we go to Proverbs three and five, right? So. If I am hesitant about, you know, somebody's best will for me, right, I'm going to always default to the Lord, right? So I'm going to trust him. So I'm going to trust him, and I'm going to let him direct my path. So that's what I did, and I took the vaccine. And 
feel very comfortable with that. Um, another is I've had COVID, so I don't need the vaccine. So yes, you do have some immunity. It's showing that that mutation that's coming from India, you have no protection against that, right? And so, yes, you do have some antibodies, but you do not have the full spectrum like if you took the vaccine, right? So dose one brings you to a certain level. I think it's about 80% for the mRNA vaccines. Then both dose two takes you into the 90 percentile, 98, I believe, right? Now, I don't know what the number is for those of you who've had COVID and think you're protected. Yes, you do have some antibodies, but they're not enough to keep you from getting it again. All right, so those, uh, and hopefully some of your listeners are sending their comments in, so we'll be able to answer those things. All right, so I am in charge of uh the vaccine rollout for zip code 77703. So I'm going to give you some uh, zip codes and put your listening ears on because if you're in these zip codes, you are in the zip code that has one of the lowest vaccination rates in the state, in the state, right? 19% or lower. I said it again. Sorry to interrupt you, uh, but you said what zip code is that? 77703? Right. Okay, so there's three in Beaumont. 
that's all that's all black and brown uh, it's it's and it, 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 it's unacceptable right um, um, orange seven seven six three zero right it all right my age group which i'm in that demographic i think there's just a little skepticism and hesitancy but let me go on here live tonight let me set the record straight i have my vaccine and my daughter has her vaccine and my husband has his vaccine and we're still alive like uh miss scott said we're still here and it's okay to be a little reluctant but it's not okay not to get the shot you can take your hesitancy right into walgreens or cbs or heb go to whatever the location or site may be and get your vaccine and still be hesitant but do it do it anyway do it for the people around you do it for the other demographics the younger people like she said the babies that can't get the vaccine or the elderly people that you know you're still going to go see and be around do it for them like pick a reason and you might be a little reluctant and that's fine but it's some sort of protection not just for yourself but for other people so let me encourage you <laughs> i'm still alive this is Ms. Jones. Can you hear? This is Ms. Jones. I like to add also that that age group that affects 20 to 40 years old, there are a lot of debilitating symptoms. They may get COVID and recuperate from it, but there's a there's what's called the long haulers. There's a lot of respiratory, heart, brain, kidney, and liver problems that follow this, getting the COVID and recovering. So it's not like you just necessarily get it, pop up, and go back to your normal life. You may survive the COVID, but there's a, what's called long haulers right now. There's muscular affects headaches what they call brain fog legs giving out hands trembling so just there's a lot of effects that this disease can leave on a 20 to 40 year old also right depression also. Mm, yes. right and depression yes yes and so here's what concerns me so uh texas children's hospital you know which is a beacon hospital for children in in this whole country so they've seen a rise in COVID cases. So the new COVID cases, 22% are from what group? The children, right? From zero to 18 years old. So I encourage, I implore, I beg for you parents to receive that vaccine for these children. If you are 11 and under, you do not qualify for the vaccine. Understood. Fred just texted and uh, he said that it was reported today that uh, the uh, that the U.S. has just passed the 600,000 American deaths from COVID. And that's a lot of that's a, that's a lot of death. Yeah, and, and actually, um, 33,611,037. That wow. is a lot of people. Well, people, we need to help. We need that's to, a lot of families. That's right, been a lot of family, right? Been affected. And we've got to help and and, and um, increase our vaccinations. Uh, we've got so let's move on because you know, you're saying 60 percent, 66%. Let me get my, my turn together. 66% of Latinos and 72% of African-Americans are likely, likely to trust their own community leaders and healthcare providers when it comes to vaccine and the COVID calibrator. So what, what can we do to help 
get our people vaccinated. Okay, so here's the plan for uh, Orange and for O3 at least. So that those statistics that you just read, and so 66% of Latinos and 72% of African Americans will likely get the vaccine if someone who they trust tells them to get the vaccine. All right, so who do we trust in the African American community? Our pastors, the shepherds of the flock. And so we are encouraging in O3, there are 41 churches in O3. We have reached out or will reach out this week to all of those pastors. And we will ask the shepherd to talk to his flock. And there are some in your congregation that have not been vaccinated. It may be one or two. That's one or two lives saved. It doesn't matter. And so of those 41 churches, we're going to do a vaccine rally from July 1st to July 31st. And so you will sign up at your church. Yes, I'll take the vaccine, right? And then we've partnered with Walgreens. Walgreens is going to come out to different churches, uh, Mount Gilead being one. And so on August the 7th, this is Saturday, we're going to have a vaccination clinic. So you have the, uh, the whole of July to sign up. As my sister said, <laughs> take your hesitancy with you, <laughs> sign yourself up, <laughs> and then we're going to bring the vaccines to you and vaccinate you in the community. We're going to get the mobile unit. We're going to have it on one end of the north end, and then Mount Gilead will be on the, the freeway end. And so it's right there for you. And so that is step one, drawing in our pastors and having them talk to the flock. I just met with um, some of the parishioners at East Mount Olive and they're looking forward to it. So I told them, I said, we're doing a vaccination thing and tune in to the podcast. And they were like, we're trying to make sure that the people in this community, which is 03, get a vaccine. So I would be happy to facilitate some phone numbers. I'm excited about that because they want to do it in 03 in that Absolutely. area. Absolutely. Okay, with we're going to begin with 77703. What about 77701? Um, I'm not in charge of 01, and so uh, everyone, you know, everybody's taking a piece of the pie, right? Okay. You can't have the whole pie for yourself. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so right. you take okay. your slice, and you pray, and the Lord gives you some direction, and then you get up and go with it. Okay, great. Because uh, I, I need, we need to get these, we need to get our people out and 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 uh, get vaccinated because it's very important. If we can get reached to seventy percent, uh, we would be doing well because the 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 country is opening up and it can easily turn around and we all be affected again with COVID. Absolutely. Uh, and so, I see that um, you guys are going to do some community walks and um, have some. Uh, parties in the park or something in the fall. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. So my step one was reaching out to the pastors for that O3 zip. And then uh, step two was getting them vaccinated. So that covers the church book, right? So then we're taking it into the community. And so in the fall, when it cools down, uh, I have several ideas that I'm working on. So Magnolia Park is right there along with Magnolia Pool. And the Pruitt Center is right there. And so I'm thinking we can do a party in the park. 
And so we'll have uh, HEB or Chick-fil-A or somebody donate food. We're just going to have an old-fashioned barbecue <laughs> and have the community come out, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll have the mobile unit there and so they can just walk up and get vaccinated. All right. All right. Let's move on to 77630. That's in Orange County, correct? With Dr. John Smith. Yes, good evening. How's everybody doing tonight? Great, how are you? Doing wonderful. Thank you, uh, Mr. Renful, for allowing us this forum to speak tonight. And um, yeah, so as mentioned, um, Orange has a huge challenge, uh, being one of the lowest um, vaccinated areas in the state. And so uh, I'm really grateful for this coalition. Uh, Pastor Johnson uh, uh, informed me about the coalition, and um, we have been getting involved. And so since our involvement, what we are doing in Orange, basically in Orange, uh, in my opinion, one of the big challenges that that we have in Orange was uh, the availability of the vaccine. In the initial stages, um, the vaccines were kind of given out in an area that was not easily accessible uh, to major parts of our city. And so uh, that may have been a challenge. And then the other thing I think uh, was a challenge for us and is a challenge is just the knowledge uh, of vaccine availability. Um, the knowledge of uh, that is being given at the CVSs, the wall, uh, the Walgreens, um, even Walmarts. A lot of our folks don't, don't know that or understand that. And then of course, as mentioned, we have the uh, misconceptions, uh, the misinformation challenges so what we're doing in orange is we're organizing um we're organizing as a group of churches and community leaders um to try to uh pool our resources together uh to try to address this low vaccination uh, uh, issue and so we're getting together um we're being uh equipped with some knowledge of sister mary scott is very very uh very talented and others on this panel very very talented so they're giving us information uh that we can uh talk to our congregations about and as mentioned um we are uh, pastors and we are trusted resources to our congregations so uh we want to we want to be informed we want to share the information with our congregants on sunday morning and um then we also want to mobilize and so we're, we're, we're making plans to mobilize. Uh, we're going to mirror the effort in Beaumont. We're going to join in in the, um, the sign-up rally from uh, July 1st through 31st. We're going to join in with that. Uh, we're also going to um, use events like Juneteenth uh, to pass out flyers, uh, get information out. And then we're going to partner. Uh, I talked with the um, NWC president of Orange today. And I think oftentimes um, we don't utilize all of our resources together as one. You know, you got one group doing one thing, somebody else doing something else, but we're trying to pull all of, all of our resources together and cooperate because I believe that um, even though we may have differences, we should be able to come together under this idea of defeating COVID-19. So um, that's what we're doing in Orange. Um, I'm really excited about the, the possibilities, and I appreciate this Southeast Texas Faith and Community 
Leader. Well, thank you, Dr. John Smith. And we've got to get those numbers up in Orange, Texas, zip code 77630. One of the lowest vaccination rates in the state of Texas. We've got to get it up. And I'd like to hear those who are watching or listening, please join Ms. Dr. Smith and let's partner up with the community, Beaumont community and let's get the, our community uh, together and uh, as one, and let's get vaccinated. Uh, Mr. Frederick Fusilier, is that what, Fred, before I get you to start, I want to make sure that Reverend Johnson understand that your name is spelled Fusilier. <laughs> Fusilier, okay. Fusilier, you know, I can tell you not from LA. I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Fred, oh, our community okay. activists. Yeah, okay, Tony. Tony, uh, are you going to bring up the vaccine.gov website so we yes. can walk them through it? Yes, here we go. We're going to give you this information, everyone, if you'd like to know. And here we go. Go ahead, Frederick. Okay, before we get started, I want to uh, thank uh, Ms. Scott also for her, her efforts at putting this uh, drive together. But I want to be sure that everyone knows that the state of Texas, there is a website now. We didn't, we're not pulling that one up today. But the state of Texas will come out and vaccine any group of five or more. They will come to your house if you have a group of five or more and you register. They will set up a date and time to come out and vac vaccinate you. So there are programs out there. Texas has been late to the game because they were too busy trying to take your vote away from you. But anyway, there is a website where you can go. If you got a group of five or more, that they'll come to your house. But uh, Tony, if you put the uh, screen up, we'll walk them through uh, registering, uh, finding vaccines in your local community. Vaccines.gov. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That, that that website is dshs Texas. No, no, no. V a c c i n e s dot gov. Oh, excuse me, I had the wrong message. Let me let me get it back up there for you. It was Tony. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm I messed up that time. Let me get my screen back up and let me find it here. I don't have it. Uh oh. So. I tell you what, uh, Mr. Fred Fusilier, I'm going to add that website again. What is that website? She talks very slowly. Oh, oh, I was hoping you could pull it up and I then we would walk them I'm, through a registration. I, I am going to put the website. Just give me the website name again. So take it slow. B-A-C-C-I-N-E-S dot gov. Okay. Is that it? 
Tony, he's thinking that you're interactive where you can share your screen and actually. Yeah, well, you can share, share the actual web. share the screen. And we're so going to walk through the registration. I, I can't, I, you know, hey, wait, hold up. The old people, old people, what are you doing now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's, I want you to understand, Mr. Fusilier, he older than you. He got it going on. <laughs> wait a minute. He can't just share your screen so he can <laughs> walk him through it, baby. You need to get your game together. Well, let me go get my son. 18 year old IT out of here. <laughs> Maybe you can help us do that. No, you said you have to walk yourself through it, brother. I can't help you. Oh, okay. Let me pull it up here. So, age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> You're right, baby. Look here. These kids are born with this knowledge. We, I told we, you to let me work that board. We, 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 we had the rotary phone. You remember? <laughs> I had, I, yes, we did. Yeah, we don't have had the part. I had the phone. Right. The party line. Uh, so then we, oh, we had a party line too. And I grew up with the party line. <laughs> so, for, uh, uh, Dr. Johnson, I mean, Pastor Johnson, uh, so let's mention that something you like to mention also while Fred is putting up the uh, website. Yes, uh, I wanted to make mention that we, we can. We're willing to help any church or school that's willing to promote the vaccine campaign. And uh, Ms. Scott is very knowledgeable. And we thank God for uh, uh, the church that she's a part of that's doing a great work. Uh, but we're willing to help any church. And she has the uh, know-how and she'll help set it up. Because again, this is Southeast Texas Faith and Community Coalition. We're working for the, for the whole public for this whole region and we want to make sure that every person is vaccinated we want we want to we want to take the lead in uh, southeast texas uh that's right i appreciate that also on our comment board a couple of listeners has uh said that how about the pretty good creative idea what about pews to the pharmacies uh why wait until august and uh that's something to think about that's a good idea mm -hmm. That's something else. And also, another listener uh, from one of our group pages uh, commented that HEB gives vaccine daily. So um, that's good information as well. We passed that line. Um, and, so you, and so does uh, CBS and Walgreens. I mean, you have to fill out a little form, but you can go on daily and get it. You can go on in the morning and get it for the afternoon or go on for the morning and get it in the next hour. They, they will take you. And I've been there. A few times, and there's been literally no line and no waiting. So, yeah. Yeah, some of them even take walk-ins. Which yeah. pharmacies or which which places will take a walk-in? ATV uh, does take walk-ins. Also, CBS will take walk-ins. But they will. They you to, this is Miss Jones. They prefer you to call and, and schedule because they give different vaccines on different days, whether it be with Moderna or Pfizer. So, because some people may come in and want all that particular vaccine. So, if you call, they'll let you know if they give it that day. And you all may have covered it, but um, I, my internet has just been misbehaving all week. Um, can you tell me about the children's vaccine? Yes. Well, the children, they're uh, going through the uh, process of, you know, getting the dose adjusted. And so, I believe they're as low as two years old from 2 to 11. So the trials are going on for the children, but they are not 
uh, the community is not being vaccinated. Children are not. And okay. so, again, that 0 to 11 age group, you, if you're not in one of the trials, you, you're, you don't have access to the vaccine. Okay. And if anyone uh, wants to reach out, as Pastor Johnson said, we're working with the whole community. And so my email address is fitforservice710 uh, at gmail.com. And so you can reach out to me and, and we'll get you up and running. And uh, Francis, just to add on to uh, what Miss Scott is saying, my daughter, who is 12, did get the vaccine. So 12 and up can just 11 and under or not um and she's she's alive too <laughs> would that be the same vaccine as an adult could she also get hers at heb my daughter how old she, is she i believe the 12 year old and up she's that 15. Just... yes she yes. can she yes. just has to have her the, the permission slip and we would advise the parent to go with her also, okay. Legacy Clinic um, on 11th Street, they are offering the vaccine uh, Monday through Friday, I believe 9 to 2 or 3, I think. And so the vaccine is widely available. We just right. need to get the people to the vaccine. And we don't need it to expire either. So we yes. want them to use the doses before they're unusable. Yes, and we also don't want them to send them abroad because there is a large swath of people here that have not been vaccinated. And they're looking for it while we are acting as if we don't care, whatever the case may be. Yes, yes. Well, Fred Fusilier, have you yes, uh, have you got your steps to the vaccine? Uh, yeah, how would I share my screen? You, uh, you... Tony, you're laughing, but your podcast is not as interactive as it should be. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get uh, uh, some more help. I'm gonna have to get some help. Yeah, yeah, if I can, if, if I can, if we can figure it out, some of the stuff that y'all were just talking about, it'll come across on the uh, website. I do see there's an option at the bottom of your screen to share your screen. Oh, it is. I do see it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Is it. Oh, well, that's even better. Maybe I can do it. Go to another. Have, and then I can maybe share Mr. Fusilier. Let me help you. Let me help Tony help you help us. <laughs> I love that attitude. That's what it's all about. Okay. That's 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 another lesson I've got to work on. So let's move on because we're going to have about two, two or three minutes left in this in the in the segment. And again, we like to uh, I place the uh, uh, Mary. I place your uh, uh, website uh, incorrect the first time. I have it right this time, and it's fit for service seven ten at gmail.com, Correct. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we uh, anyone has any last words before we've got to get on off, move on. Uh, we're going to try to do this again, uh, but uh, right now our time is up. So uh, those are with me. Uh, you're still here. And uh, th let me hear the last words you have to make sure that we get the message out. Uh, uh, same I'm sorry, July 1st through July 31st, all the churches in Beaumont, Port Arthur, and Orange. Email me, please. 
Glenda? I like to say, I know that there's much skepticism, much fear, much doubt, much mistrust in our communities, but we also can just share neighbor to neighbor, sister to brother, and like, of course, through the churches, but just share because, and, and what we have to do is listen to people and find out why are they hesitant to take me vaccines and just, just speak to our people one-to-one, -one, just like voting, one-to-one. -one. Why don't you want to take it is our first question we ask. What, what is your, your issues? And just dispel some of their, their mistruth that they've learned. Uh, Reverend Johnson? Yes, I did want to put in the footnote, uh, uh, preacher, that we, we, we know we're in the campaign season there here in Beaumont with the, uh, the runoff with the mayors. And uh, we just want to encourage uh, our people to get out and, and vote. Uh, don't take it lightly. It's a privilege that others have died for so we can have. And uh, we especially need our young people to talk to other young people to go out and, and vote. And we have the first time in 180 years in Beaumont's ex existence to have the first female black mayor of our city. and. Uh, who we feel that she would do a great job. And some are making mention that maybe she doesn't have the experience. you got to get started somewhere. And she's been on the council long enough. There are other wise people. And the city's direction is not left up to the mayor alone. She has a, a board there. It it's consists of other besides the mayor. So we're just praying that they all would work together. But let's get out and vote. And uh, again, uh, get, get, get vaccinated. Do it. Just do it. Reverend Curtis Johnson, I thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm a co-sign. I'm a co-sign with you on that one, okay? <laughs> I could. All right. Well, uh, Brother Fusilier, I'm sorry we couldn't get to your uh, uh, your uh, share of your um, uh, what we're going to do, share. I'm, I'm going to work on that. You showed you showed my show with some weakness. Now, we got some weakness. You hear that, LaDonna <laughs> and, and, and Francis? We've got to uh, upgrade ourselves, right? So we're going to make sure the next time we're going to be more interactive so we can do some things on the show that because we're moving on up. So we got to move on up. OK, uh, if everybody, please get out and do your, get your vaccination. There's no excuse not to get your no. vaccination. None whatsoever. And uh, Fred, I think you're about to say something. Yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, Miss Scott brought it up. She got right to the line. I thought she was going to go open it. When she started talking about young kids that can't get vaccinated, what what happens? What I always ask people that uh, have young kids that reluctant about getting vaccinated, I say, when you bring your child to the doctor, are you gonna want to have a doctor that's vaccinated or not vaccinated uh, uh, to attend to them? That that ought to, if if that doesn't get it, I don't know what else will. All right. Well, LaDonna, you can close us out. You know, it'll be my pleasure. Okay. So I am super excited about tonight's show. I have been everywhere working on every topic, and this by far is one that really hits home. I am very pleased to announce that I'm still alive and I have been vaccinated, and so has my husband and my children. And if I can do anything to help encourage young people to get out and get their vaccine, I'm here to do that. And also, 
As the pastor said, I am working on Get Out the Vote. You can find me doing that as well, encouraging young people to do their due diligence. It doesn't really matter who you vote for, but as long as you exercise your right to vote, because you only have two powers. You have buying power and voting power. Who you elect and where you spend your dollars. So these are the issues that matter. These are the things that are near and dear to our community. And we have to put us first. And we are all we got. So keep your ear to the streets. And keep your hand to the plow. We can do it. One person can't do it alone. But together we can. And we are super excited over here at Knowledge is Power Podcast at Live. Because knowledge is power. But knowledge and action is powerful. Awesome. Awesome. Catch us every Sundays and Tuesdays evening at 8 p.m. Thanks, guys. Love you. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.